Hello, this is your girl Shanti keeping it 100. How y'all doing today, Shanti's audience? So we're going to dive right on into the topic today. And I hope y'all got a pen and paper because I think that y'all going to love, love, love um, the things that we're going to discuss today. I do want to ask you this question. Do you think it's okay to sometimes get away from friends, family, husband, children, you know, anybody, and just have that one-on-one time with God? Now, I'm a firm believer that prayer is a vital part of every believer's life. No believers can survive without engaging in consistent prayer. Y'all have to know one thing about God. Um, he loves us despite of everything that we have done, all of our sins that we've committed. You know, we, we're so hard on ourselves about it because, you know, we have a conscience and and God has already forgiven us when we've repented and asked for forgiveness. He's already washed our sins away with the blood. But a lot of times the devil reminds us of that sin over and over again because he wants us to believe that God will not love us. He wants us to believe that God will never forgive us. And I think that's the biggest issue with a lot of us is that we sit here and we hold on to things that we've done in our past. And we think that we're not worthy of being or of being forgiven by God because whatever that situation is in our head or in our mind, we think that it's the most worst thing ever. And I'm here to tell you, it may have been a horrible situation. It may have been something that you're not proud of. But when you learn from your mistakes and you do better and you repent and ask for forgiveness, you will be forgiven. See, God already knew you were going to do it. It's just it's just one of those things where you just have to repent and, and move forward and try to do better. <clears throat> that doesn't mean you keep doing the same thing over again and 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 playing with God and, and, and mocking and, and doing things to where, you know, you feel as though that, oh, I'm going to just do this and just ask for forgiveness because it's going to be forgiven. No, I'm not telling you that. But what I'm telling you is, is that there has there's going to be times where you're going to make a mistake and that does not mean you have to beat yourself up about it. There's going to be situations where you're going to overcome one situation in your life and then have to overcome another one but everything in life is all about growth you know like you shouldn't be in the same place you was yesterday today is a is, is a new day so don't be so hard on yourself when you make mistakes or even if it's the same mistakes because the goal in life is to not make them anymore over time and to get better to get better basically but there's gonna be always something that you gotta work on and that's okay now I know y'all remember Jesus Christ, he began and ended his earthly ministry on the altar of prayer. See, prayer is one of the most important things ever. Even Jesus himself, he had followers coming behind him, people that loved him and, 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 you know, and, and just wanted to just be in his presence because he was just so full of, so full of glory and peace. And y'all got to understand that. You might be a person that everybody draw to because, you know, you have that special light about you, that special glow about you. And you may be one of those kind of people that somebody may consider an empath is like, but you got to be careful because it's okay to be around people, but don't allow them to, to drain you and suck you dry and just, you know, never get that oneness with God. Even Jesus went to go pray. Okay. Away from everyone. He even went to go pray. He made that one-on-one time. And a lot of times we don't, we don't he he showed us the way he gave us the the the, um the book manual to how we need to do things and we tend to forget that you can't always 
you know, it's nothing wrong with loving people. Don't get me wrong. It's nothing wrong with wanting to help people. But you can't be a person that never puts yourself first. And or let me rephrase that. You can't be a person that never makes one on one time with God. Because it's very important. You can sit here and talk to your best friend all day. You can sit here and talk to uh, cousins and, and aunties and uncles, but you can't make time for God. God is not worthy of your time. You can't talk to him like he's your best friend. And I've heard people say many times, well, how am I going to pray? Well, listen, you pray just like just like how you sit there and have a conversation with your friends. Y'all have a conversation. It could be just this simple. God, I come to you today asking that you protect my family and help me make better choices in life. Lately, I've been struggling. Lately, I've been down. Lately, I've been sad. But God, you said, see, that's the thing. I, I want y'all to hold it right there when I said, but God, you said, let God know what he said. God cannot break promises. God, you said, if I ask, I shall receive. God is not someone that can lie. God, I'm asking you right now to allow me to beat depression. God, I'm asking you right now to allow me to beat anxiety. God, I'm asking you right now to allow my child to, to you know, do his best in school and, 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 and send protection amongst his school. Father God, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling so down and without you, there's no me. God, I feel like I'm drowning right now. And if you can't save me, nobody will. You know, it doesn't have to necessarily have to be how I just told you, but you can you just talk to God, just be real with him, tell him how you feel, get it out there. And if you're a follower of Christ, make sure you stamp that prayer in Jesus' name. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's so important to pray every day. You got to pray when you, you, listen, I can leave church right now and be tempted to sin. And when I say tempted to sin, I'm driving my car, somebody, somebody um, jumped in front of me and almost hit me and, and, and I cursed at them. You know, and it's not that you wanted to do that. You just realized like, wow, I was just at church. I was just at my best. I was peaceful. I was happy. I was praising God. I was crying. I was crying. You know, I felt his presence and look at me already. I'm back to the flesh. I'm going off on this person on the road. And then, you know, I mean, and then somebody from the outside looking in like, oh, but you're supposed to be a Christian, huh? I mean, listen, everybody make mistakes. We're not perfect. I wish it was so easy for us to leave church and still be you know, uh, in that feeling that we have with that oneness with God, you know, and, and everything else out here didn't matter, but let's be real. We are still flesh and we still have, you know, issues that we have to address in the real world. And we still have to pray for strength. So we're not going to be perfect and that's okay to not be perfect. It's okay to get upset. It's okay to be disappointed. But what is not okay is to allow anger and everything else in your life to consume you and forget to go to God when you have problems. He wants, He's waiting for you. He gets excited when we talk to him. You know what I'm saying? So don't ever get to a place in your life where you feel so horrible and you think that prayer is not even an option because you don't even think prayer can get you up out of it because you think whatever you're doing or whatever you've done ain't going to help you because God cannot forgive you. That ain't God talking to you. That ain't the Holy Spirit speaking to you. That ain't nothing but the devil trying to tell you this so that way you won't pray. So you won't go to God. He's going to do everything in his power to prevent you from getting that oneness with God. I'm going to continue on, but I'm going to take a break. And, you know, 
Y'all make sure y'all have y'all paper, your water, go get a go get a, um go take a break, use the bathroom. And we're gonna continue on with this because I really want to touch somebody today and I really want to help somebody that's struggling with this. All right, y'all. Hello, Shanti's audience. We're back from break and I'm super excited to go into the next message, powerful message. And I really feel like somebody needs to hear this because there are some things in your life that are considered weights that may be holding you back. You may even be a weight in your family or friend life and you didn't even realize it. You're constantly depending on others for your happiness and getting in the way of their purpose. Many people are expecting others to carry their weight and lift all of their problems. That is not fair and is very toxic to expect others to delay their lives because you're holding them back with your weights. I mean, oh my goodness, I hope somebody felt what I just said right now. There, there is no more time to delay. So I'm going to ask you right now to do not hesitate with your life. Do everything that you are supposed to do. Fulfill your potential. Don't wait this month. Don't wait, let, let me just say this. Don't say I'm going to do it this month. Don't say I'm going to do it a year from now. Don't say I'm going to do two years from now. Do it now. At some point in your life, you have to say, you know what? I, I need to get motivated. I don't want to make excuses. I don't want to be lazy. You know, you just need to do it. And I do want to say this. A lot of times God has a plan for you, but your bad habits can destroy God's plan for your life. How many of y'all did? How many of y'all know that? That your bad habits can destroy God's plan for your life. Write that down. Now, what are some bad habits? Are you a person that has procrastination? Are you a person that lacks integrity? Are you are you not good with time management? Are you being unthoughtful? Do you have a bad temper? Are you recklessness? Do you have a lot of recklessness in your life? Are you are you constantly being negative? Okay? Because if you're being negative and you're a follower of Christ, you don't know how that can impact someone else's life because, you know, people look at you and they want to see that love and they want to feel, you know, like, you know, dang, th- this person is is the church. This person, this person is, you know, is an amazing Christian. But yet a lot of times we can't even display that because of our own selfish habits. And we blame God because our lives is not going the way we want to. But it's time for us to take a look at ourselves and to take a look at our surroundings and see what we need to change and to see if we have been procrastinating or if we're doing a lot of these things that I just named. (coughs) Excuse me. How many of y'all know that the wicked will never get peace? I'm here to tell you that the wicked man, if you want to learn about it, if you want to hear what God has to say about it, go to Proverbs 6, 12 through 14. Write that down. Proverbs 6, 12 through 14. And um, I'm, I can't go into it 
right now because I want to get as much as a, a um, messages that I can today out. But I will tell you a scripture that can that can back up what I'm seeing. <clears throat> so that way you won't just say, you know what? This woman is just talking because I'm not just talking. I want you to go see what God says about a wicked man. And I want you to, to understand that there's time for a change and there's no more delays. There's no more hesitations in your life. You're going to change today. Now, do y'all know that the wicked will never get peace? And I'm going to tell y'all why the wicked will never get peace. Rather than running to God, they run away from God. You Can you tell me when has sin ever done anyone any good? I, I, I For the life of me, we all know that sin has never done anyone good. From, the, from, from Adam and Eve, we've seen what, what sin done. So, you know, a lot of people don't want to, to repent. A lot of people don't want to remember what they've done. And, and the problem is, is that, you know, you're being so hard on yourself instead of just repenting and asking for forgiveness and trying to be your best uh, version of yourself. You're, you're, you're not, you're not getting that, that feeling that maybe God, you know, still loves me, or you're not getting that feeling of like, dang, you know, this sin, right? Well, maybe you are getting the feeling that this sin is too, too serious and, and, and there's no way I can come back from this. But let me tell you something. God will forgive you. Now, there are some things that God just say, you know what? I'm not going to even, I'm, you're not going to play with me. I will forgive a lot of things, but what I'm not going to forgive is blasphemy of the Holy Spirit. God does not play by that Holy Spirit, okay? So, um, for those that sit here and always feel like their sins are not forgiven, even now, you're, now that you're living a, a better life and a lot of things in your past you're not proud of, it can be forgiven. You're trying your best now to do to be a better version of yourself. You're not the person you were 10 years ago. Heck, I'm not the person I was 10 years ago. So <clears throat> God understands this and God knows that. So this year is your year to say, you know what? I'm going to try my best to get out of all this sin. And I'm going to say no to sin and yes to holiness. Righteousness and the truth. You can say yes to righteousness and the truth and no to sin. And watch how many blessings you get. Watch how God's plan starts to be unfolded right in front of your eyes. You, you know, watch how all those bad habits that you've been carrying along on your back is no longer going to be an issue. I'm telling you right now, somebody needs to hear this and somebody wants peace. And somebody is ready to, to, ready to fulfill their purpose. If you're that person, don't be afraid to ask God, what is your purpose? And to reveal your purpose and to show you your purpose. Okay, so we're going to take a break and I'm going to be back and we're going to continue with some positive messages today. And I'm going to tell you all something. What I have in store for you today is going to change your life because God doesn't make any mistakes. You came here for a reason. You know, this wasn't by mistake today. This message wasn't by mistake today. Someone is going through a lot today. Someone is delaying everything in their life. Someone is, is, is not understanding that their bad habits is destroying God's plan for their life. Someone is having trouble with repenting. Someone is having trouble with, with blaming themselves constantly and not allowing themselves to be forgiven. See, God has already forgiven you and washed it with the blood when you have asked for forgiveness. But you're having trouble forgiving yourself. 
if that's you, you're in the right place today. Because stop beating yourself up about things that you've done 10 years ago and start looking at all the things that you improved and you're doing now. Because when that book is open on Judgment Day, guess what? Every one of those pages are going to be blank because you've already repented. You think God's going to sit here and hold on to something that you did 10 years ago when you've accomplished so much now and, you, and you're trying your best to be better? He's not holding on to 10 years ago. He's ready to see what you're going to do now. So the time is now. And again, I'm going on break. Let me let y'all go on break because when I talk about God, I can go on forever and ever and ever because that's who, that I love him so much. All right. See you soon. Hello, Shanti's audience. So the break is over and we're back to talking about bad habits. Um that we must unlearn. So how many of you know that you must unlearn all bad habits to allow yourself to grow? A lot of us has experienced trauma that we've never dealt with and it's time to face the things and people who are holding you back from growth and making their bad decisions your problems. Did you know that the negative things that they're holding you back in your life from can be affecting God's plan for you right now? I'm telling you, it's time for you to evaluate yourself and evaluate your life. And once you do these things, this will allow you to take responsibility for your actions. You know, I love Psalms 23. That's one of my favorite, favorite, favorite scriptures to go to. Because when I, and, and, and I want y'all to know something. That in Psalms 23, when it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in the green pastries. He leadeth me. Do y'all know that God still leaves us? Do y'all know that you're not alone? Oh my goodness. It's very powerful. How many of you know that when God opens doors for you, it's your responsibility to walk in it? See, God never puts food in your mouth. Did he put food in David's mouth? No. He prepared a table for him in the presence of his enemies. How many know how many of y'all know that God will bring many opportunities in your life even in the presence of your enemies who can hate you. See, never never doubt God blesses that he has for you. Never ever doubt the love that God has for you. Okay, because God will always Always do what he said he will do. You just have to ask and you have to just tell God what he promised you. Okay, so God has the ability, like I said, to bless you in front of people who don't like you. Allow the anointing of God to let your cup overflow with blessings. All you have to do is take accountability for your life. You have to have responsibility over your life and fight. God is always working for you. And sin was a nature before it came in action. Before we ever sinned, we were sinners because we were born sinners. The lust of the flesh developed from the falling nature of men. Did y'all hear what I just said? The lust of the flesh developed from the following nature of men. Lust of the flesh was initially 
the human spirit. And it and it and we and, and you all gotta understand something, it interacts it directly with the Holy Spirit and communication with the soul. But as soon as man sinned against God, his flesh rebelled against the spirit. See, the flesh has developed his own voice and appetite. How many of y'all know that? We have access to God's salvation package, though. That's the beautiful part about it. And see, we have to just have faith. Faith at hand. Um, and, you, and you know, with, with faith, we have to remember now that the work of Christ is offering our bodies as a living sacrifice to God. And, and God will help us discover the lust of our flesh and overcome it. Now, when you receive the life of Christ, our nature changes so that we can live above sin. The full price of sin has been paid. Thank you. Shanti's audience, I got a question for you. How many of y'all know that our victory over sin is not automatic? See, because sin is a nature, it hides itself and it looks for the slightest opportunity to manifest. Even after we receive the life of Christ, sin still thrives to take advantage of our flesh. Now, I know y'all know about salvation. Well, I'm not sure if you know, so I'm going to take that back. Go to Romans 12, uh, 1 through 2. Um, and, it'll, and, you know, to learn a little bit more about what I'm saying right now, because I want to talk about salvation. Now, I hope y'all understand that the importance of salvation allowed our spirits to be connected back with God. Because we, we was actually initially dead spiritually. Now, nothing changes about your body. That's why sins tries to hide in us and show up in seasons when we are spiritually weak. Did y'all just heard me when I said nothing changes about your body? That's why sin hides in us and shows up in seasons when we are spiritually weak. Just waiting. Sin just waiting, 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 waiting for the opportunity. Now, some sins you feel like you have overcame. And then next thing you know, they are resurfacing later. These, some of these sins are in hibernation waiting for an opportunity. Now, that's why I'm going to tell you this. Love not the world or the things in the world. All of that's in the world is the lust of the flesh. The world will pass away. The lust of the flesh is what every believer has to fight. The lust of the flesh makes us best. You know, our living, our, us living here, you know, we can see, hear, and taste. But how many of y'all know that seeing, hearing, and taste is nothing compared to faith? How many of y'all know that? See, God wants us to have faith. We, when you have faith, it doesn't matter what you see. It doesn't matter what you hear. It doesn't matter what you taste. Having faith that God can bring you through anything, Right? That's the, that's the beautiful part about it. Again, I want to repeat that. Do y'all know that the lust of the flesh makes us think that the way we're living, because what we see, hear, and taste is everything. But I want y'all to understand something. Faith. With faith, we do not 
work by sight, but by faith. Um, don't allow your flesh to rule you. And in order to deal with this nature of sin, you have to renew your mind daily. Okay. And, and, and create that time and that oneness with God. I'm telling you, because the sin is lurking and it's hibernating somewhere and it's waiting for the opportunity to see, to catch you when you're weak and when you're down. See, the lust of our flesh makes us think that everything that we see is just, is if you see it, if you taste it, if you hear it, that's just what it is. But we would never understand God's way. We would never understand that God can do why God is the way he is. But what we can understand is that his love is the best love that you'll ever, ever receive in your life. And what we know is that he sent his only begotten son to die on the cross for our sins so that we can have everlasting life. John 3, 16, for God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, his only. You have a son, a daughter, somebody right now that you love so much. Could you send your son to die for all the sins of the world? See, that's why we're not God, because God can do the impossible. And God's love is above what we can understand. It's not for us to understand the what he, why he does things, but it's to understand that we are flesh and we are sinners. And that what we're seeing right now, sometimes we have to go back and have that faith. Because like I said, you, you have faith that when you wake up every morning and get in your car, that your car can get you to point A and B. You have faith that the airplane can get you to point A and B. You have faith that you're breathing in something that you can't even see right now. Oxygen is something that we breathe every day, but we can't see it, right? You have faith that, you know, when you get on these roller coaster rides, even though you might have a little doubt, you have faith that you're going to come up off that roller coaster. Nobody wants to go in there thinking that they're not going to get off, right? So why can't you have faith that God can bring you through any situation in your life? Why can't you have faith that God will love you through all of your mess? Why don't you have faith that God can do the impossible even when you think that there's no way out? It's time to have faith. It's time to change your life. Get out of those bad habits. Stop procrastinating. Okay? Stop being reckless. Stop having so much anger. Stop allowing sin to consume your life. And take control over sin because you can take control over sin because God allowed the Holy Spirit to enter into your life. Call on the Holy Spirit. Ask the Holy Spirit to guide your life. Ask the Holy Spirit to help you make better choices. Ask God to help you make better choices. You know, Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they're all one. They all work together. When you get married, you're one with your husband. So ask God and he will give you everything your heart desires. You just have to ask him. You have to just tell him what you need. Tell him what you want. God is not a liar. He is the truth. He is the way and the truth. And no man can get to the father unless they go through Jesus Christ himself. So if you think that you can get to God, the father, before going through his son, it's not going to happen. Because his son was a living sacrifice for the world. He was the lamb. He shed his blood so that way we can have everlasting life. 
because of the flesh that we had was so weak. And God can still once again do the impossible. He still made a way for us to have salvation. He still gave us grace and mercy through all the stuff that we've done wrong in our life. He still didn't leave us or forsake us. He still didn't make us serve him. He allowed everyone to make their own choices and have free will. So now you have a choice today. Are you going to keep making mistakes? Are you going to keep living in sin? Are you going to keep making excuses? Or are you going to change today and say, you know what? Today, I'm going to take back control of my life and I'm going to stop making excuses and I'm going to get a better relationship with God. I'm going to have that oneness with God. I'm going to pray. I'm going to, I'm going to talk to him like he's my best friend. I'm going to make sure that when I leave out this house that I'm praying for my family and praying for my, for my, for my husband and praying for my, somebody that's going through an illness. Pray. Prayer is vital to your life. Prayer is vital to everything in your life. You cannot be a believer without thinking that you can walk these streets without being prayed over or prayed for or praying every day. You have to pray point blank, period. It ain't no other way around it. If you are a follower of Christ, prayer should be everything that you need because even Jesus prayed. He, he, he came and he walked and he, and he showed everyone the way that they should be living and how they should go about stuff. And one thing that he did was prayed. So it's time for you to pray right now. Somebody's been been struggling. Somebody's been going through something in their life. Somebody has been thinking that God don't love them and ain't going to forgive them. But today he's going, today's all that's going to change because you're going to ask for forgiveness. You're going to repent right now. You're going to say, Lord, I come to you right now and I'm asking that you forgive me for my sins, Lord. I'm not proud of the things I've done in my past. I'm not proud of the things that I've even done just today. But Lord, I know that because of your love and your mercy and your grace that you can save me, Father God. I know that nobody else can save me but you. I know that the Holy Spirit can start to guide my heart when I'm deciding to make the wrong choices out here because of the flesh, Lord. I desire you and I need you. And if I don't have you as, as, and, and allow you to be able to be my guidance and, and have faith that you can do the impossible, then I'm going to just drown and I'm going to sink. So, Lord, I'm asking that you guide me, you protect me, and you forgive me for and you, you, you forgive me for my sins. The key to this all, and some family members have not taught you this, in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. But why Jesus? Why not Jesus? Wasn't Jesus the one that came and sacrificed himself for us so we can have everlasting life? Didn't he allow his body to go through all of the stuff. He showed us that it was possible because he, because God made it to where we seen Jesus in, 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 in look, look, his body is flesh. Flesh. I mean, come on now. Everybody keep acting like they don't understand why Jesus is the person that we're supposed to go through. It's not for your understanding. It's for you to go read the Bible and, and, look, in, and look in the Bible when it says that no man can come through me. Unless, through, unless they go through my son, Jesus Christ. Because Jesus Christ was the one that died for our sins. He was the one that had to, to go through all of the stuff. He got to see here how the devil worked. And he said to God, when he, when that last thing he said to God when he was on that cross was, forgive them for they do not know what they have done. He's seen the temptations that we face daily. He understood it. And God allowed Jesus to show us a different way of living and to show us that it can be done with the flesh. See, if God would have just came in his form, we wouldn't have received it. But because he sent Jesus in human flesh, okay, 
There's no way that you can doubt anything because if Jesus can do it, we can do it. The thing is, we're not going to be perfect. He even had to battle and, and every day or whatever with the temptations. The devil tempted him and told him he'll give him everything that everything he can have everything. People right now are getting tempted by the devil in the music industry. In, in, in certain corporations, you're getting tempted. They're telling you, I can give you everything, but all you have to do is maybe, you know, uh, rap about this, rap about that. And so that way we can mislead this new generation. And I'm not saying this is all rappers, but I'm just giving you an example. I will never judge no one because some people got to feed and, and feed their family. So they're going to go about it and do whatever they need to do. But I'm just giving you an example. The devil going to always show up at your door. He's going to always try to insert his life, whether it's through people, family, friends, children, aunts, mom, dad. It doesn't matter. But if you're praying and you're prepared and you are aware and you have that discernment and you understand because the God gives us discernment, we can be able to tell if something ain't right. Somebody come by your door and you just feel like something ain't right. Listen to that. You try to go drive your car, but for some reason you're tired flat and you feel like it's the devil. It ain't always the devil. God loves us and he tries to protect us just as much, you know. So the devil, he might be out for blood, but God, he, he was a, he made sure that his son blood can make us be washed away. So that's the difference. God is out for blood, but, but God made it to where Jesus Christ was the blood of the world and he, and his blood right now to this day is the reason why we're able to repent every day. All we have to do is renew our minds daily and things in our life is going to change and we're going to be a lot happier. You know, that doesn't mean that sin goes away and that does not mean that we don't, we, you know, the problems go away. That just means that we are able to understand things better and we are not of the world because we know that loving the world and being a part of this world, you cannot be a child of God. And, and love everything about this world because this world is not a good world. This world is a wicked world. And in this world, even when you thought you got a little bit of peace, something happens, right? So if you want peace and everlasting love, just keep yearning for God and keep waiting for him to, to return. And some just get to pass away and get to see the glory of God. And like I said a long time ago on one of my podcasts is, uh, one of my podcast episodes, when I was talking about Tracy Bratson, I said that even though all her family right now is mourning her, she would never want to come back because she is in the presence of glory. So that's what I want y'all to remember. The presence of glory, there's no pain. There's no suffering. There's no gas prices. There's no liars. There's no backstabbers. There's none of these things in the presence of God. God never wanted it for us, and he don't want it now. But it's up to us to change our lives and change our mind and renew our mind daily and to want better for ourselves. I love you, Shanti's audience. And I hope today that this message touched your heart or another loved one in so many ways. Thank you for listening, and I'll be back in another episode of Shanti's Keeping It 100.